Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. This is where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena. We do that by talking about topics and exploring subjects that I think are important or matter to me. Now, today's topic is a follow-up. I talked about it before. I'm back. I'm home. I'm tired. It is Sunday and I'm recording this. <laughs> I drove for a total of eight hours yesterday from basically I was up from five to uh, getting home at 10 last night, eight, uh, maybe nine, nine o'clock last night. The day before that, I ran an event. I was there from uh, essentially 9 in the morning to 10 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night. So I had two 12-hour shifts, eight hours of driving, and a lot of highs, uh, a lot of emotions happening. So, But let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about this event. I'm going to skip all of the introduction stuff and get right to the meat and potatoes this episode. Uh, we can get back to the regularly scheduled programming, talking about books and other topics in the future, but uh, most of my week has been focused on these two events, as I mentioned before. So the first event was the Individual Performance and Optimization and Esports Panel, or Keynote, with Edward Cleland. This event, <laughs> uh, I can't complain about anything about the event other than the turnout. Uh, that I couldn't completely control myself, unfortunately, but the event was, I feel like, great. I haven't gone back and watched it yet. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of it, I'll say that. I watched a little bit of the live stream. We streamed it on Twitch. Now, what it was, if you don't know, if you didn't remember this episode or if you didn't see last week's episode or anything like that, Edward Cleland is a practitioner in the pro esports scene. He is a health and wellness practitioner or coach that helps players get to their peak. And not just by strategy and mechanics and macro and micro and meta, uh, about work-life balance, about health and wellness, that kind of stuff. And I, I stress this stuff so much, and so it was such a great experience to be able to talk to someone who's working with pros, saying the same thing, practicing what uh, I feel like I preach to some degree, uh, preaching what I preach, practicing it with other, other players, and being able to do that on the college level, bring him here, uh, have him on stage, do a keynote, followed by essentially a live podcast, which I will get that. At, I want to do that next week. Uh, this week, I think there's going to be too much editing. I got to download it and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the event, you know, we spent a lot of time planning. I spent a lot of time planning for sure. And it, I was nervous, but also felt very prepared. Like we were so prepared that we were done so early that like, I, you know, I was going over things in my head and making sure I had everything memorized. And, uh, I, it, it went great, I feel like. You know, we had a production crew with lights and sound and audio all on ready to go. You know, we had our, our people on the floor and on the stage making sure that we're doing, you know, changing scenes real quickly. It was such a well-oiled machine and I'm so proud and I'm so happy because I, I felt a little bit helpless since I was part of the show. I was the host and the mediator of the conversation. So I, I was on stage for most of it and waiting for my cues and, and listening in. So I, I was not helping one part because a lot of the physical activity for some reason recently I sweat a lot and so I did not want to be sweating on camera uh, I am I have a habit of running around like quite literally like I will do whatever job needs to get done and I'm trying to delegate that more and it, it feels a little bit awkward for me and I feel almost a little bit helpless maybe I'm a control freak and don't know it I don't know either way yeah, I had to do the introduction. I think the intro was probably the thing that I was most nervous about. I've never really introduced a speaker before, and I wanted to make sure that I did it justice. 
and I feel like I did. Uh, it wasn't too long. I went, got right to the point, uh, but I did a good job of hyping him up, I feel like, and got the crowd to applause. One of the things that I really want to master as an entertainer, as a, a content creator or personality, is commanding the crowd. Telling them what to do, what to think, what to feel. And that's a little bit weird, but that's what a host does. They get you to feel certain emotions. Go back and watch Worlds. Watch Captain Flowers or, or many of the other entertainers or personalities there. They are acting a certain kind of way to invoke a certain kind of emotion. And I like doing that. I'm not good at it. I haven't really practiced it. I won't, I don't know if I'm good at it or not. I, I, let me backtrack. I don't know if I am good at it or not. I just know that I'm self-conscious about it. But this time it went good, you know? Um, got people to engage, got them to clap. Uh, he did his keynote. I am. I have to go back and watch it for this reason because I felt like I wasn't listening to the keynote for... Uh, to get information out of it, I was listening to the keynote for my cues. So almost like when you're having a conversation and someone's listening to you to speak, that's sort of like what I was doing, but just to make sure the, the show moved forward. But then after his keynote, we had a quick scene change. We brought out some chairs and a table and we came back on stage and we had a, a live podcast, a, a live discussion, you know, going back and forth, breaking down what he talked about in his show, in his keynote, uh, but also digging deeper into topics that I thought were important, things that I talk about on this show uh, and, and just on stage, sitting down, comfortable, casual conversation, just breaking this stuff down for the listeners, for the audience, for the live stream. Uh, and, oh, I was so engaged. I was so there. I didn't, I felt comfortable. I felt like I knew what I was doing. If I didn't know what to say, I was okay with that and just took a second to think about it and let it be known that I'm thinking or wondering what to say next. And I, I just, I just did the thing. I did the damn thing. <laughs> Oh, I can't explain how relieved I feel. That was probably the biggest event that I've ever hosted. Um, I'm Again, I'm a little bummed about the turnout. I hope to do a better one in the future and maybe we can turn this into some content because I, I feel like this was great content. I feel like when I talked to the, the audience afterwards during the meet and greet portion, they gave us actual feedback. Not, oh, this was nice. This was good. You did a good job. Not that nonsense. Actual feedback. Actual, tangible things that they can take home and apply to their team, to themselves, uh, to their family, whatever it may be. That's what I want. I don't want this BS ego boost. I don't care about that. I want people to get things out of it to improve the quality of their own life and the lives of people around them. That's what I want. And I felt like I accomplished that. Despite the fact that it was a low turnout, the people that were there had quality things to say. Anyway, to go back a tiny bit more though, after the live discussion, I think that was about 20 minutes, half an hour. I'm not sure. I wasn't the timekeeper. I had someone kind of giving me the cue on stage and thankful for that. Thankful for that because I could just focus on the conversation and they could give me the cues. Uh, but after our conversation, we did a Q&A. People walked up to a microphone on the floor and they asked their questions. We had a couple of people on stream bring up their questions as well. And it was, it was good. It was a good time. Uh, some of the people asked some really great questions. We had some follow-up points to make on some of those things. And it was, it was good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. I, I'm excited to do more of these in the future. I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. My, my boss's boss was there and some of my other coworkers that don't get to be involved in esports were there and they, they looked genuinely happy and impressed. So I felt like I, I feel like this was some sort of deciding factor in in my self-worth 
or something like my, the quality of my work because I've been doing podcasting on my own for years now and I don't really care about the turnout I don't care about the numbers I haven't really been working on that like if I want to get better numbers and better followers and subscribers there's a certain level of consistency and quality and, and promotion that I have to do on a consistent consistent basis I'm not doing that so I'm okay with the result of not having like thousands of followers and or millions of followers because I'm working on my craft right now. That's what I care about. And also the people that do listen, hopefully you get something out of it. So I have to say that overall, I'm very pleased with the quality of the event. I'm, I'm proud of myself and my crew. Uh, I'm thankful for Edward coming out and having that discussion with me and, and being so flexible and helping out. It feels like even though it wasn't a huge impact in terms of numbers, I felt like I took a huge step forward in the quality of my production and the quality of the potential of what we have at Western Michigan University. Uh, I see more in the future for what I could potentially do, and I have more confidence in my ability to hold conversations, to bring value to people. Um, I'm grateful that I had someone with so much rapport as Edward Cleland to be there, but I also feel like he's saying a lot of the things that I've been saying for years. And, but he, he is more reputable than I am and that's okay, but it, it validates me because I know that the things that I've been saying are what he's saying to pros. So it, it holds more weight. Now they have more value to the things that I'm saying because other people more well-known, more accomplished than I am have said those things. So that, that gives me an opportunity to move forward, to promote this content, to recycle it, put it on YouTube or TikTok or Twitter. Uh, there's a lot that I'm going to do with this content and stuff like it in the future. So I will put a link to the live stream. We haven't gotten anybody to edit it just yet, uh, but I'll put a direct feed if you want to check it out yourself. That would be huge. Uh, we don't care about the numbers, but just give me some feedback. If you already watched it, let me know. If you, if you didn't speak to me in person or maybe you're watching online, let me know your feedback. What did you think about it? What did you get out of it? Uh, what did you learn that you didn't really know before? Or what did you learn about yourself potentially? or recognizing yourself that now you hope to improve upon or replace some bad habits. Let me know. Now, after I got home, or after I was done with that, you know, I had to go to bed and get up in the morning to go drive to Ohio, to Columbus, Ohio. Our team got third place in seating, so we went to the playoffs to go, and it was a four-hour drive. And I will say, uh, the drive to and from was pretty good quality to be able to bond with my players. I am also the Rocket League coach, even though I'm the assistant director of the program and the arena. Uh, I also coach as well, so I, I do a lot, and it, it is what it is. But it was great to actually get to know my players and for them to get to know me and talk about some things, uh, you know, have fun, play music. Uh, sing sing some crazy songs like pop songs that you wouldn't think a bunch of like big guys would play or sing <laughs> it was a really good time uh unfortunately when we got there you know we got there late it was snowing on the way there so i, I was a little bit stressed i was white knuckling a tiny bit because visibility actually got low first snow of the year happens as i'm driving to columbus four hour four and a half hour drive you know yeah, there were times where I was white knuckling a little bit, you know, I was making sure I was staying calm for the players, but it was a little, a little frustrating to have to deal with a lot of this, you know, last minute notification of a tournament, trying to plan all this, and then like dealing with snow on the way there, only to uh, lose our first game, unfortunately. Um, I think we lost to ourselves. I tried to make sure we maintained our mental, but I think it was just a little bit too much. New state, people looking at you, they had an actual like little cheering section for the other team. You know, the other teammates were, or the other opponents were basically local. So we were sort of the out-of-towners, so to speak. 
Uh, and we just couldn't clutch out that first win. We played really well, but then I think the pressure got to us. We had a, con a controller connection issue in game one that really screwed us over. We still won that first game, but I think uh, the mental was just a little bit lost after that first game and we could never really recover it. Uh, but that opened us up to be able to have a conversation and talk about some things on the way back uh, and have a couple of one-on-ones. We went to go get some food. We got, um, what was it, Raising Cane's? Uh, I had that for the first time, Raising Cane's Chicken. The way I rated it was about an eight out of 10. I feel like the, the quality of the chicken was good, the flavor was good, but uh, me personally, I just like a little bit more spice or more more flavor to it. Um, the sauce was good. Um, the quality of the meat, juicy, good, hot, ready to go. But <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to turn this into a food review, but I just I just thought about that. I never had it. They were talking about it being good. The players were talking about it. So I figured I'd check it out. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go lick our wounds a little bit and have some food and chat it up a little before we have to drive another four and a half hours to go back home. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry if I sound a little bit frustrated about that. I don't care about the loss. I don't care about the loss. I'm sad for the players. You know, I know they really wanted it. Um, we really wanted to play Akron at the very least. Uh, we know we probably would have lost to Akron. I would have liked to have uh, played against them. But either way, we got third place in our first uh, MAC League season. We are aiming to go back in spring wherever they're going to hold that. We, we want to be ready. Uh, we have a new player joining the roster. Not new. He's rejoining the roster after focusing on schoolwork last year. Um, or this semester, I should say, but also help with assistant coaching. So he's been part of the team. You know, he still plays the game. And now he's going to join that team, and we're going we're gonna to have a strong roster ready to go. Needless to say, it's been a busy weekend. And on top of starting my salary position at Western, I had these two events looming over me since I got hired in, like two weeks ago. And it was, it's been hard learning all the new things that I have to do in my new position. It's not, I do the same things, but there's different access to, to tools and resources and, 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 uh, to staff members that I didn't really have before. And also teaching them about the esports program. There's like a, there's a give and a take, so to speak. So I'm, I'm learning all of this while also planning for this Edward Cleland event that I had never done before and, and had to figure out how to write a process, uh, for my production crew where I wasn't needed in the equation so that I could be a performer. Uh, and then planning this trip, getting the van rental situation figured out, getting my procurement card, just a bunch of, you know, small things that you have to do if you're going to be an administrator or a director, the stuff you got to do. It was just a lot of information, a lot of things to keep track of. And it just, I feel like I am ready for more, uh, I'm ready to get things done that aren't these things now. I can focus on other upcoming events. We have other up upcoming events that I have to focus on, but now I can put more mental energy into it, into getting back into shape, into focusing on other things. Like, it's not an excuse. Like I don't want to use these these days, this weekend, as an excuse for holding off on other things. It's just it took up a lot of mental space that I was really worried about. Uh, I had a big guest speaker coming in, and I didn't want to screw that up. You know, our team was doing really good and I wanted to make sure I could facilitate as good as possible so that we got the highest ranking, you know, in that league. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling spread thin, but now I feel a lot better and it's exciting. And I really want to share that conversation with you. So I hope in the future, my, my goal for next week is to take the conversation portion, cut that up and put that as a podcast and maybe share a little bit of commentary where needed. But for the most part, it might sit as its own thing. I'll do an intro and an outro, maybe some other stuff before that, but I'll put a timestamp. So in conclusion, I'm tired, but I'm, I'm grateful and I feel accomplished. I feel like I took a big step forward in my career personally, not, not 
you know, pay-wise or anything. I mean, that did happen two weeks ago. But I'm talking about my work, the things that are online, the, the things that I've created. Uh, this show that I did, this keynote event, was my baby to some degree. I think it was a couple of people's babies in different ways. You know, uh, Bluefin had been doing marketing for it. Um, so it, a lot of us have our fingerprint on this event and it's going to sit there and and uh, I think it'll help us out in the future um, with not just the content itself, but the ideas and the experience and the feedback that we've gotten from ourselves, from listeners, all that kind of good stuff. So... Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, listening to my story. This has been a busy weekend. I'm going to put my son to bed in just a little bit. If you want to support me, make sure you subscribe or follow me on this podcast. Check me out on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's kind of imploding right now, but I still have one. Discord as well. I think that's listed in the description section as well. Uh, Make sure you support me. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you all in the next one.